0: Our scripture reading for Good Friday comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verses 14 through 24. Now it was the day of the preparation for the Passover, and it was about noon. Pilate said to the Jews, Here is your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate asked them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but the emperor. Then he handed him over to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus and carrying the cross by himself, he went out to what is called the place of the skull, which in Hebrew is called Golgotha. There they crucified him and with two others, one on either side, with Jesus between them. Pilate also had an inscription written and put on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read the inscription, because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew and Latin and in Greek. Then the chief priest of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but the man said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts, one for each soldier. They also took his tunic. Now the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from the top. So they said to one another, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see who will get it. This was to fulfill what the scripture says, they divided my clothes among themselves and for my clothing, they cast lots. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for your incredible gift for us and to us. Lord, we know that by your bruises, we are healed tonight. Lord, make that a reality. Lord, give us courage to suffer alongside others that they might also be healed. Lord, I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. Evil set its eyes on us. Its vision was to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus stepped in to suffer in our place. Surely he bore our sin. Surely he bore our sorrow by his bruises, we are healed. Jesus' suffering was a gift to us, the perfect example of what we experience in so many other ways, in lesser ways, and smaller examples that point to what it is that Jesus did for us. My parents make me think of that. Uh, They suffered in so many ways for my brothers and me. We weren't horribly poor growing up, but there wasn't a lot of extra, but my parents made sure to take care of us. Uh, My mom attended Montevallo, uh my dad attended the university right after World War II, but neither finished. To regret my dad carried with him the rest of his life. In fact, when I was a student here at UA in the 80s, he still longed to finish. He walked around campus with me and he had this regret that he had never finished his four-year degree and he, he still wondered if that might could possibly happen. Well, it, it didn't, but all four of his boys finished. Uh, my mom and dad made sure that all four of us got a college education. The degrees that hang on my wall are a testimony to my parents' sacrifice. It's not just me that put those up there. My, my parents made sure that that could happen for me. They sacrificed for me to have a better life, for all of us to have a better life. Uh, my mom has seen very little of this incredible world but it's not because she didn't want to. She spent most of her life in East Alabama. Vacations when we had them were spent visiting my older uh, my older brothers and, and their families. Uh, she did get to see Washington DC when, uh, when my brother was at the Naval Academy. We got to spend only a day or so there. Late in life, a family friend did send my parents to the Holy Land and I was so glad they got to see that part of the world but there's so much she missed out on not because she didn't want to but because she wanted to make sure we had what we needed in fact she always said she wanted to see Disney World it was a dream of hers uh, she'll be she'll be 92 next week and that's a dream that's just not gonna happen however uh, I've seen lots of the world in fact i I saw more of the world before graduating high school than my mom ever saw because they made sure that I had opportunities that they didn't get. They denied themselves. They suffered more than I realize, And by their bruises, uh, I have a better life. And I'm grateful for that. Now, I know that's not everybody's story. Not all parents sacrifice for their children. You might not have had that kind of parent. I know that I was fortunate too. You might not have been that kind of parent. And I don't want to make anybody feel bad for that. I mean, I'm probably not, uh, I'm, I'm sure I haven't done as well as my parents did by me. Uh, I've struggled at being that kind of parent as well. But still, my parents love and support their sacrifice. is just a tiny example of what I see in Good Friday. and We need Good Friday. We need it because we've been wounded in so many ways in this life. We've been wounded by the things that we've done and by the things done to us. And today stands as a testimony that by Christ bruises we are healed, even and especially when things in this world don't make sense. In the midst of tragedy, even the tragedy that we've watched on our news today, we look to the cross with great faith and confidence that by Christ's wounds we are in fact healed. Now, to be sure, evil is taking its shot at us, and it continues to. Evil continues to try to take us down, but Christ steps in and absorbs the blow. The way I think about it is that whenever evil comes after us, it's got to get through Christ first, that, that Christ absorbs the shock to make it bearable for us. Tonight, we all have our sufferings. We can sit here and think about the wrongs that we've done. And we feel bad for. We can think about the wrongs done to us. We can think about the hatred and then the division that exists within our culture. The news this week is filled with stories of one person hating another person for some of the worst reasons. We suffer, but we don't suffer alone. We grieve for our losses, but we do not grieve alone. Tonight, Christ bears our pain, if we'll allow it. Christ made made Himself an offering. He, he took on the forces of evil that attack us. He absorbs that blow. He grieves with us, if we will allow it. We weren't designed to carry that weight. In fact, can I pray with us for just a moment that we would lay our weight down at the feet of the cross, at the foot of the cross? Lord Jesus, thank you for the incredible gift of the cross. Lord, we acknowledge today that we carry a lot of weight that we weren't designed to carry. Lord, we're so aware of our own sins, of our own failures to love one another and to love you. Lord, we suffer for the things that have been said to us and the actions that have been taken against us. Our hearts are broken by the division, the hatred, and the violence in our society. Quite frankly, Lord, uh, many days it feels like it's more than we can handle. In fact, it is more than we can handle, but it's not more than you can handle. Lord, tonight, give us the grace to lay our burdens down at the foot of the cross. And Lord, may your bruises heal our pain. Amen. Because we belong to Christ, we suffer for the world as Christ suffers for us. We are the body of Christ. Part of our responsibility as the body of Christ is to suffer as Christ suffers. As Christ suffers for us in our pain, so also we suffer for the world around us. We do resist evil, injustice, and oppression in all the forms they present themselves, but we don't resist with violence. God is not calling us to some violent uprising, to a crusade. We've been down that road with horrible results. No, we resist evil, injustice, and oppression not with violence, but with solidarity and with suffering. We stand with those that are being hurt. We suffer with them. We identify with them. We become one of them, that they're not alone in their sufferings. We share with them. I'm reminded of the late representative John Lewis. He's one of those images that comes to mind when I think about suffering with those who are hurting as he walked across the Edmund Pettus Bridge, uh, looking for, simply looking for equal rights to the ballot box. He left his blood on the bridge that Sunday. He was bruised and left bleeding because he dared to stand with those who had been disenfranchised. And by his bruises, in part, the vote was extended more, more fairly to a broader number of people. That's a powerful image for me of what it is to suffer with those who suffer And of course Dr. King paid the ultimate price for his stance on equal rights for African Americans and for his stance on the poor he was assassinated what a horrible end to a life that showed so much promise and yet his death was the single biggest catalyst that led to the passing of the Voter Rights Act his death paved the way to accomplish his greatest gift by his suffering people were set free. We see that over and over again. It is the model that Jesus set for us as part of the body of Christ. We suffer with Christ. We stand with those who are being oppressed in hopes of freedom for all. There's still way too much suffering in our world. As members of the body of Christ, Christ calls us to suffer with the oppressed that so by his bruises, when we may all be healed. Amen.